Hello everyone, welcome back to the One Talk podcast. You're here with your host Ryan McCarthy and today we're joined by Cameron Taylor. Cameron is the founder of Chin Up Mental Health clothing brand and within today's episode we touch on the mission of Chin Up Mental Health, whether it's the clothing, whether it's touring Australia, whether it's the webinars or in-person workshops that Cameron does around mental health and also Cameron's story and just Cameron's personal mission in life and where he wants to take Chin Up Mental Health but also where he wants to take the awareness of mental health and how he wants to make it a worldwide open conversation that people can have and talk about and really help mental health and the people that are struggling. So this is a very inspiring story. It's a very inspiring episode and it's great to see someone on the mission wanting to provide value to the world and create epic conversations around mental health. In other news, if you could please leave this podcast a rating, it means so much in terms of helping this podcast grow and reaching a larger audience. But without further ado, let's welcome Kem. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. The marathon continue. Victory lap tonight, though. Victory lap tonight. Welcome to the One Talk Podcast with Ryan McCarthy. The marathon continues, that's what you would say. Welcome, Cam. How are you, brother? Yeah, good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, good, bro. Good to have you back. Um, doing a bit of recap from our last episode. We had you on Hongo, you reckon was that over a year ago now? Yeah, I reckon probably a little bit more. Yeah. 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 And to see you grow from there, um, for people tuning in that may have not listened to the first episode, and also Cam's audience, you know, Cam's the founder of Chin Up Mental Health, which has expanded massively over the last 12 months. Like since our first podcast, you had a big community then. The last 12 months has just skyrocketed into something else, brother. And it's been beautiful to see like as an observation from the outside. But I want to hear like, what's it been like on the inside for you? Oh, to be honest, like, you know, a lot of people say to me wow like you're really making it work like i said everywhere but because i'm like living in the moment and i'm living the you know the drive and the daily routines i don't step back and see a lot of it um i'm in the i'm living i'm living it um but has been challenging very challenging um but it's very rewarding conversations i've started you know the people that have recognized me um the businesses who have supported me um and it really, really hits home for a lot of people. So, yeah, it's been pretty stressful. Um, a lot of people don't see it. Everyone thinks I've got a glamorous life, but um, there's a lot behind the scenes that people don't see. So, mm. What do you think has been one of the most stressful things about like continuing with a business and the uh, expansion? Yeah, the expansion's been good, um, very good, very rewarding. Um, I think... Um, taking like the biggest thing for me the last couple of months has been since Christmas has been, you know, um, helping other people, um, taking on their thoughts, taking on um, all their issues themselves and dwelling on me at the end of the day when I go to bed and think about how the day was, you know, and realising the cutoff time and, you know, the, the request messages I get, you know, like we're talking 15, 20 request folders a day, um, over 50 DMs a day and just taking it in daily um, and still putting myself forward. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing moving forward has been the expansion of, you know, helping other people as well as pushing the brand. So, mm. yeah. 
it's like they say, but great deal comes great responsibility. Yeah, the responsibility has been crazy. Um, like you look back now, when I first met you, um, till now it's just been like everyone's one percent that's really made a difference. Like everyone's um, input, you know, even just sending a thumbs up on a comment to ordering to coming and seeing me mm. to making that effort has really made a difference. Yeah, what in those times of stress, like what's really helped you cope with being able to take on other people's emotions? Yeah, I think, um, you know, taking on everyone's issues and stuff like that and, you know, problems has been the reason why I started it um, and my mission and my passion. Um, coping mechanisms for myself would be one, breath work, um, a lot of gym work, a lot of exercise, um, not always good with the diet, but I'm still exercising. Um, and I think coming back to why I started um, is why I'm going to help that person that emailed me or text me at 12 o'clock at night. So, yeah. That's one of the most important things, though, is the why. It's the, the why. Thing that you can remind yourself, you know, some days you may wake up, and even though it's your purpose or your mission, yeah. you still have days where you wake up like, fuck, I feel deflated today. Oh. How am I going to get after it? Some days I have a podcast book for the afternoon. I'm like, how am I going to? Gather yeah. myself to get together yeah. mentally to prepare for this. But when you come back to your why, yeah, hundred percent is the why. And like even this morning, like you know, I'm on tour now around Australia with the brand myself, and um, I was very demotivated this morning. And I thought, how am I going to handle this? You know, I had a lot of shipment of stock, restock, a new design, a new color um, coming out here to see you. And all I did was I got up and jumped straight in the ice bath and just took it that one percent from that ice bath and just answer my question why am i doing what i'm doing mm. and is that what really helps like motivate you in times like when you want to get in the ice bath it's like well this is the reason why i have to get in right mm. now is because these fours are troubling and i know the person i'll be when i get out so it's like future planning in a sense too yeah it is like you know at the end of the day i'm like oh I laid in bed going oh that ice bath's really going to start my day it's going to get these thoughts happening and get me, you know, in first gear and then in fifth gear by lunchtime. And um, I think that the ice isn't going to kill me, mm. so let's do it. I think a lot of things have killed me in the past, depression, anxiety, um, you know, and seeing those people pass away that I've dealt with in the times is the ice ain't going to kill me, but if I'm not putting it in to help others, that's what's going to kill me. Mm. I love that because it goes back to the quote, Pain plus reflection equals progress. Mm. So when you've been through troubling times in your own life, when you've been through pain and times when you feel pain in the present moment, but you reflect on what you've overcome in the past, mm. it really does help on what you can overcome in the future. Even things like an ice bath, because fuck, when you get in an ice bath, the first fall is get out. <laughs> oh, mate, yeah, literally this morning, the first, the first 40 seconds, and I'm like, oh, and, you know, like I was even on video call to a person I was helping with that I deal with every morning um, and, you know, that person was helping me through the ice bath and I was like, look, I've got to jump in the ice bath. Do you want to stay on video call? Um, and, yeah, that person was like, yeah, I'll stay on and, uh, yeah, uh, that person helped me through it as well because I had to, you know, put on a show for them and uh, said, help me. <laughs> so it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talking about, like, chin up from the last episode we did together till now like i want to go back into when your expansion first started when you first started to see and notice a change within chin up mm. like what were some of the fundamental things that really helped you grow in the beginning um what really helped me grow in the beginning was 
all the people I used to send out on Instagram, like messages and stuff, um, to support, you know, um, you know, like I was ever thinking today when I first started Chin Up, um, I used to post on um, buy swap sell pages all around Adelaide and I've got a life band for Marketplace um, from just posting. I'm really pushing the message, um, you know, um, till now, like the, the when I knew the expansion was happening um, was when I posted a video of me giving money away um, in Coles, a shopping centre in Adelaide and from that it really expanded. Um, I've seen a lot of good comments and then when Port Adelaide Football Club got behind me um, and a couple of the players supported me last year, that's when I knew, you know, this is real, I'm going to make it now. Um, and to, to see it now, it's like I honestly haven't even thought, like I've, you know, I've passed what I wanted to pass, but I'm not ready to settle. So, yeah, to see it now, it's like how the hell did I make this work? Yeah. And I think everyone's one percent has really helped. Um, just, just, just giving back to the world, and you know what you put out is what you're going to get back. And I think that, you know, um, moving forward, the more I give, the more I receive, and just, just being kind. And um, yeah, dealing with a lot of people can be hard, but um, I go back to the reason why. Yeah, I believe one of the best things you can do for yourself is to help other people. Yeah, it is, and. It really is, and a lot of people get stuck in their comfort zone and don't want to help, um, and I just say, well, if you want to grow, live in that uncomfortable position. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, to see it now, like three years, three and a half years, um, yeah, I just can't thank everyone enough for their support, and, you know, really the biggest thing for me challenging would be, um, you know, the stock levels, you know, worrying about what people want, the designs, you know, what do we optimise? The biggest risk I take on is a new colour or a new pattern. So um, it can be stressful. Yeah, no doubt, especially with the amount of audience that you have, but also the amount of stock that you have and also the amount of impact that you want to make as well. Uh, like that, it's a big combination of the things. Yeah, I it? think the, the biggest impact I want to make is massive. Like the impact I want to make is huge. Like I want to be on freeway bulletins. I want to be everywhere and I'm going to make it work. Um, and if I have to go broke doing it, I'm going to do it. Um, and I just go back to the reason why I do what I do and, you know, all those suicides that I've dealt with and, you know, the, all the mining work that I've done and it doesn't, um, you know, it really puts me back to why I do what I do. And, you know, like even December – December was the biggest month we've ever had. Um, you know, five people employed. Um, I've now got a full-time PA um, and seeing, you know, all those people put in the team, the values and align with why we do what I do. You know, December was the biggest month. Um, you know, we did over 5,000 orders in one month, which is massive. Um, so, yeah, it was just really, really, really scary the way it's growing and how fast it's going um but yeah i do appreciate a lot of people's support yeah but like you said it takes being uncomfortable in order to grow because if you stayed in your comfort zone yeah you may still be in that one position that you were two years ago if you didn't take the leap Mm. Mm. yeah and i really reflect back to that like you know leaving that group of friends leaving that girl i was with and all that sort of stuff i look back at it now and i just laugh because 
look at me now, like I've gone in that uncomfortable position for so long and I'm going to keep doing it. So, yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, it's good to see, brother, because you're not just doing the hard work and the stress that comes with that is hard, but it's also good to see that you still implement like the healthy habits mm. that make you feel good. Like you're still doing the ice bath, you're still doing the training at the gym, you're still doing the breath work and meditation, like you're still yep. doing all the things. So, because I know a lot of people in business think you've got to sacrifice so much. It's good to see you as an example of still incorporating the other things as well as doing the business and doing yeah, as well. like a lot of people, you know, a lot of people have said that lately. You know, still seeing me on a story, um, you know, like one person today come to the shop and you know, seeing that you know I've got thirty five thousand followers on Instagram and you know heaps on TikTok and whatnot, but she thought she'd never get a message from me, but I sent her a voice note, um, and yeah, going back to the daily routines, well, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be in this position. Um, and I think a lot of other big owners, business owners, it comes down to their 1% each day. So, Yeah, and I think that can relate back to the people listening here. Like, don't sacrifice your mental health to achieve something. Yeah. Instead, find a way to make them both work together. Yeah, that's right. Like, your mental health is priceless. Um, you know, like, you could give me a million dollars, but I've got to commit suicide tomorrow well no i wouldn't do it yeah. like your your mental health really does matter and you know a lot of people just are frowned upon it but at the end of the day like this is the world we live in and sometimes we have to deal with people that don't want to support don't want to talk about it but the people that do talk about it are really making a difference mm. and then talking about talking about it mm. the word chin up creates conversations within itself when people see the brand yeah because it sparks that conversation whether see someone see someone at the gym they see someone at the shops, they see someone walking around in a park or something, but it does spark conversations because I've been checking out your comments on your videos and I see people saying like, oh, this sparked a conversation because I spoke to this person which brought awareness to the brand, yeah. which then brought awareness to mental health <laughs> and made us talk about it with the family and things like that. So showing the ripple effect of what you do. So like people that you don't initially have contact with are still receiving the message of mental health awareness. Yeah, like a lot of people... You know, like a lot of people, some people are like, oh, it's very confronting, chin up, but it's like, well, it's throwing the, the conversation out there straight away. Mm. Um, and, you know, when you're walking through the shops and you go, oh, chin up, and then you look at your phone, you go, oh, yeah, my mental health starts that conversation, right? And, you know, that's really what I, I wanted the impact straight away. I didn't want to just, oh, yeah, you know, let's look up this and let's slow. I wanted the impact right then and now because mm. that's what this world needs. Um, you know, right around the globe. So, yeah, it's it's very interesting. A lot of people say, oh, chin up, they think it's a barber shop or they think it's like a tattoo shop or something like that. But when they look at it, it's like, oh, cool. And it's a very stereotype name to use. You know, chin up, a lot of people use it. Um, and, you know, a lot of kids in that come past the shop and they're like, hey, chin up. And it's just so cool. Like, yeah. you know, it's exactly what I, what I love. Yeah, especially the younger generation too because – I, I probably think you agree with me, but growing up, I didn't have no mental health awareness, not from the schools, not from environments around me, nowhere. I didn't understand mental health until I was like 19 and depressed. And it's a psychologist told me what depression was. And I was like, fuck, that's what I struggled with. And I didn't mm. know that this was a thing at all yeah. that I can overcome. So it's really cool to see like the younger generation being aware of like how they feel, the thoughts they have and ways they can regulate it. But just having the conversation there for them to, take yeah. on themselves as well like it's such an important thing to have in this world and i'm glad that the next generation is seeing that yeah and i think you know moving forward like 
I feel like it's getting more and more normalised, but suicide is getting worse and worse and worse. So, mm. you know, the newer generation coming in, um, you know, that's where I need to push as much as I can and everyone doing their 1% each day for the new generation is going to make a difference. Um, and, yeah, like when I was going through school, like, you know, just like you said, like there was no mental health, um, you know, like oh, my, my school years, like, God, the amount of times I'd throw chairs on teachers and kids and yeah. try and fight people. Like, there's no there's no mental health. Like, schools say they do it, but honestly, they don't. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's people like yourself, people like me, other brands or other people doing mental health things that are all doing their part to make a difference. Mm, that's what inspired me to start. Before it was, the name was One Talk, it was called Mental Health Experience before I did the yeah. rebrand. And the reason I created it was because I saw that there was so much awareness in the world but the numbers were still rising for mental illness and yeah, suicide rate. And I was like, how is there so much awareness? But the rate is still high. And that's why I was like, I need to take action. Mm. Like, I need to actually do something to contribute. Mm. I feel like that's where there may be a bit of a disconnect. Like there's so much awareness, but the action needs to follow through with it to like the work. And I think that's where it's good because you don't just do clothing. You also do seminars. Yeah. Well. Could you talk yeah. to me about that? Yeah. So um, I do a fair few seminars. Um, people think I'm crazy the amount of times I travel. But last year, um, 2023, was uh, a big year for me personally, um, just with the brand. Uh, also did over, like I did a fair few correctional centres in New South Wales. I think I did about six or seven um, on constantly going. Um, this year I probably got a few more, um, did probably – over 15, 15 schools in Adelaide. I did probably 20 in Melbourne, um, some in WA. Um, but the seminars, I really feel like you're making that impact, especially in the schools, the schools that get me there. You know, I, I really feel like I align really well with the generation coming in because, you know, I'm not a guy that studied mental health out of a book. I'm not a guy that um, has been to university. I've experienced it for years and years and years and I've seen suicide. I've seen death right in front of my two eyes and I feel like when you talk about it, there's so much more knowledge um, than someone who has, you know, ex uh, studied it by the book and, you know, the kids like me because I'm a guy off the street. I'm an Australian bogan. I used to be the biggest bogan of South Australia yeah. um, and I've changed my life and turned it around and, you know... Um, align with a lot of the generation you know the tiktok do you know the you know all the things that the kids are into now i still align with it you know and i can talk about it so yeah seminars is good um i've got a big one coming up in adelaide so there's going to be more coming this year 2024 so that's something that i'm really passionate about um speaking is like one of my biggest biggest thing i love doing yeah because i was about to say like why isn't the clothing brand within itself enough but then it shows that you, know, you do the seminars, you do the clothing brand, but then you also do the videos where you give to the community mm. as well. It just shows like multiple avenues where you can take action and support yeah. too. Yeah, and you know, like a lot of people, you know, think, oh my God, you're doing so much. But it's like, this is 1% of what I want to do. I want to mm. be massive. Like I am determined to do everything in my power to make that difference and you know, yeah, I give money away. Like, you know, it might be only $50 or $100 or $5 or a lollipop, but I'm making that difference. Not only to start the conversation, they know who I am, it might start that conversation when they go home, but to help them financially, you know, like taxes and stuff can be pretty high. And here I am taking, you know, money out of my own profit, out of my own wage to give back, to really help, you know, I'm brand, I'm a brand selling awareness. And 
you know that I love doing it. Like the the reward, the, the smile you see on people's faces. Um, like you know, it might send me broke giving a hundred dollars, but the reward I see back is priceless. So I really, really love doing it. Yeah, I I remember the first time I received um, someone's active service, and this is on the back end of me buying people coffees or like just paying it forward. And I'd do it, but there wasn't really emotional attachment to it. I was just doing it because I knew it was a nice thing to do. But I remember one time I was driving through just Zarafa's drive-through. There's Zarafa's in Adelaide. Uh, don't coffee so. shop. No, so it's a coffee nah. shop up here in <laughs> Queensland for the listeners. And they have a drive-through. And anyway, I was behind the lady in a drive-through and I ordered a coffee and whatnot. And then I went up to the window and I was like, oh, pull up my card, went to pay for it. And she's like, no, nah, the lady in front of you pay for it. Now I looked forward and she's like in the rear view mirror waving and smiling at me and drives off. And then in that moment, I was like, that's exactly why it's so important because it like the way it made me feel, like I was on a high all day <laughs> and it wasn't from the coffee. Like It yeah. was from her act of service and how good that made me feel. And that really reminded me like the purpose behind making other people feel good and being able to give back to other people, you know, whether it's money or whether it's a lollipop or whether it's a compliment, whatever it may be, but just really contributing to someone else's day can just mean so yeah. much. And yeah, it's a hundred percent. Like I had it happen to me a few times um, just recently, like Macca's drive through on that scene, you know, the sticker on the back of my car, remember you're not alone. And someone just bought me like a $4 coffee for Macca's and I was like, Oh wow. Um, and you know, like, I put it on social media to, to to show kindness, to give back. And, you know, the amount of requests people I get, like that video made my day and I'm, I'm ripple affecting what I'm doing, just that giveaway, but showing it on social media through three or four different platforms to make that difference financially, help them make their day, give them a coffee high, um, whatever they need. And the ripple effects that I don't know that may make a difference for them when they get home could be massive. Yeah. It could be life-changing. Well, the way they can go to work and they can show up with different energy, they can go home and show up with different energy, you know, and then the people around them. Yeah. Be from that too. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I remember I did a giveaway oh, quite some time ago now, probably like eight, nine months ago. It was down in Adelaide in Brighton and I paid for everyone's coffee in this coffee shop and the amount of thank yous. Like, I even got, you know, a couple of, you know, guys just crying because you know they just like sold their house because rates are too expensive and you know that coffee just really made their day and you know that that's what i really want to represent the brand and you know i remember last year as well i did a really big giveaway on a guy and he actually come out vulnerable and said my my nephew committed suicide and i did the funeral a week later um before that before i met him and you know that just really made his day so i think you know that's what i want to have the branders represent you know people go oh chin up oh that guy's made so much difference mm. that's all i care about is that you know the reputation and the smiles i'm putting on people's faces because when you've gone through what i've been through and a lot of people have similar stories but for me when i went through that suicide underground you know to why i started the brand you know it really hits home and it's like i'm going to give it my all because mm. you know i don't want to be in that position again facing it for someone else you know so mm. all myself and the thing is like you never know what someone's going through either and that's the dogs by the way <laughs> i figured <laughs> i figured that eh? <laughs> he's heard, he's heard growls and breathing yeah. under the door <laughs> it must smell, smell the chin up man's yeah. in the house <laughs> you want a shirt <laughs> yeah he wants a bit of chin up <laughs> but yeah no that's the thing with um society like you don't know what someone's going through like yourself you've experienced 
mental illness. I've experienced it too. We both know quite a few people, or a lot of people that experience it. And at certain points of time, everyone experiences in their life, you know, whether you're vocal about it or not. But like just being an asshole on the street to someone for no reason, it's like you don't know what that person's going through. Just a smile or doing what you do as well can just change someone's whole day or even life. Yeah, exactly. And like I want to just add to that, you know, like people – People get jealous, people be nasty and, you know, people, you know, post comments and, you know, all that sort of stuff on social media. Like, man, I got hundreds and hundreds of negative comments, but it goes back to why I started it and you never know, like, you know, I might have it all going. I might have the car, I might have the, you know, everything going financially, I have everything going, the brand look good, the social media, but you never know what I'm going through or you never know what someone is going through and that's why I try and push as hard as I can because, you know, just because everyone's got it all going, like, you never know. Everyone's human. Like, you know, you might drive around in a Lamborghini and look cool, but you never know. That guy could be one, you know, one payment from going, you know, compo or rampo with his car and losing everything. Like, you never know. So, you know, like, the negative comments, like, thanks. (laughs) I love it. Um, But at the end of the day, you don't know what someone's going through and – you just try and be as kind as you can, and if you can't be kind, just don't comment or don't don't talk. Just do your thing. Mm. How do you deal or cope with <laughs> negative comments? Oh, mate, to be honest, I think I've coped very well, um, especially lately and moving forward. I especially will. Um, to be honest, I see a lot of negative comments. Um, my PA messages me every day, five or six different comments, screenshots, and that. But to be honest, like I appreciate it because. You know, it, it means I'm making a difference. I'm I'm putting my brand in people's eyes, and you know, even if they're putting negative comments, they're still talking about chin up. They're still using the name. They could be, you know, talking to someone. They could be seeing it in public. Like at the end of the day, it's still chin up, and you know, that's all a stereotype name. But yeah, some comments are pretty harsh. You know, I've had people um, joking about my own suicide back in the day, and you know, that really hit home. And or oh, did did I smash that pillow at night? Yes, I did. But I stayed humble and I stayed calm because at the end of the day, they don't know what I've been through and they've probably never faced, you know, what I faced and I go back to the why. And at the end of the day, if they want to have hate, then have hate um, because I'm just going to keep going at the end of the day. I'm going to keep pushing and, you know, they're not going to stop me and I'll just be kind as I can so and not retaliate and just, just keep keep going. So. Mm. They're wasting their time and they're putting a smile on my face. So thanks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can't take it personally. You nah. can't take it on because yeah. no matter what you do in life, people are going to have an opinion on it, whether it's good or bad, no matter what it is in life, you know. So you just got to come back to your wines and remind yourself. And this is also a message to the listeners too because no matter what you do in life, people will hate, people will oh. love it, people will judge it, people will be unsure about it. At the end of the day, as long as you know true to your heart, you're doing what you think is right. Mm. All of that yeah that's right like i had you know i've i'm here in brisbane now but um i'm from adelaide i just did a week in sydney um and now in brisbane i'm probably going to be here for a little bit longer but you know i had a shopping center um you know i've been in shopping centers a little bit now with my pop-ups and i had a center ring me today because i wanted to book somewhere else here in queensland and um, they said i've been banned from queensland from having pop-ups um with that with that certain uh company um, because I cancelled the booking on the day and um, walked away. But like I said, I knew what I wanted to do and I knew within my heart and my guts that that shopping centre wasn't for me. 
Um, and yeah, like you said, you know, I go back to the why and I believe in what I'm doing and moving forward that that happened for a reason and hey, I've been banned, but there's plenty of other shopping centres out there. So just keep going. But yeah, back to, you know, if you believe in what you're doing, like negative comments and stuff like that, people have hate and want to, you know, be mean to you, then that's their loss. Mm. And not being a victim of the moment when those shopping centres said that to you. Mm. You know, because it's all a learning curve, it's all it a lesson. Is. And it's it also, is. it helps you persevere into a, a, probably a better path most of the time because everything happens for a reason, I believe. Yeah, it does, definitely. Everything happens for a reason. Like, hey, I might be next week and probably regret cancelling it, but that's that's a learning curve for me and that's something that I'm willing to face. Um, business can be hard. Um, it can be rewarding, can be good, can be easy. Um, it's just how your mindset is um, to moving forward. But, yeah, like... You know, I may regret it, and if I regret it, then that's my own stupid fault. <laughs> yeah, but then it's just like the lessons you learn from that. Yeah, what I say to people is two L's make a W. So like, eventually, <laughs> eventually it'll make a W. You know, <laughs> so you'll win from it. But as long as you apply the lessons from the things that happen in your life and learn from it, you know, like an example I can give that relates to the topic of mental health is like if I have a moment of the feelings of depression because I know what depression feels like. If I have a moment where it creeps back into my life, I know exactly what to do to make sure that doesn't stick and it is just a moment. Because in the past, I was like basically clinically depressed. I was seeing a psychologist and I had to drag myself out the mud, apply tools and strategies over a certain period of time to get me out of that. Mm. So now when I face times where I feel a bit depressed, I make sure it's a moment. I can apply the lessons I've learned mm. in the past into the moment to make sure it doesn't yeah, stick. Yeah. But if you always apply the lessons that you've learned from life to any moment that comes up, you'll always find a way to win. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah, I had, you know, a bit of a flashback, um, you know, getting through Christmas and that was, yeah, I was pretty stressed and a lot of people, you know, saw me ripping my hair out and, you know, my workers seen that as well and mm. I was just trying to focus. Um, I should have slowed down a little bit but I was pushing the message as hard as I could, especially through Christmas sales and Black Friday but... Um, you know, even two days ago, you know, I might have it all going for me, but I still had that. I had a depression actually flash back when I was driving from um, Sydney to Queensland on my own, thinking, "What the hell am I doing?" Mm-hmm. But I go back to the why, and I go back to this is this is why I do what I do, and I'm moving forward. Um, and I just believe in the cause, and I believe in that this is going to work. And I still had that depression come back, and I went back to the drawing board. Ice pass, meditation. I had to do it regardless if I've drove 10 hours across the border. I still had to jump in the cold. I still had to have that cold shower because that's what's made me appreciate how good I've got it when I do those things and put myself in that discomfort because then I'm like, oh, wow, like I've made it. Like I, I feel good, you know, like appreciate what you got. Another big thing for me is I like to travel, you know, Southeast Asia, Thailand, Bali, Philippines, because it also makes me appreciate how good I've got it in my own country and how, you know, how good we can just sit here with the aircon and the fan going and a few LEDs. Like most people don't get that in life. Mm-hmm. So gratitude. You know, gratitude, exactly. And I always go back to, all right, I'm really clinically depressed, right? I solo trip to Bali. You know, no alcohol, no party, just just go Zen for a bit, you know, do a meditation retreat. And I did that the first week of December because I knew as soon as I got back from that trip, boom, sales would be through the roof awareness people photos you know like heaps of people wanted to see me um and yeah that's what i did for my own mental health 
Mm. It's important, hey? And like, if you don't do that, mm. if you don't look after your mental health, down the track, you start feeling like you regret oh. it, that you didn't take the moment and, you know, take upon that. And what I say to people, you know, is like discipline weighs ounces, regret mm. weighs tons. <laughs> so, you know, this, either of them are painful. In the long run, one's going to be more painful than the other. Yeah. So it's just staying disciplined to what you know works true for you and just continuing with that. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah, the amount of times I've dragged myself to the ice bath, you know, half asleep, my hair's a wig, like, and I've just got out of it after five, six minutes and gone, mm. oh, God, thank myself for doing it, you know, pat on the back. So Never regret it. <laughs> nah, you, you regret looking at it and going, yeah. oh, Jesus. But the first minute's the hardest after that. Bob's your uncle. Same with the gym. I've never, like, the days where I'm not keen for the gym and I go anyway, mm. I've never left the gym regretted going. Nah, that's the same with me, actually. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, the amount of times I've driven going, oh, my God, I can taste KFC in my mouth. I can <laughs> taste Macca's, you know what I mean? And then I get there and I'm like, oh, this is confronting. But anything in life that's confronting and it's hard is worth it. Anything that's hard is worth it, right? Um, same goes with the relationships with, you know, women, men, Family, cousins, anything that's hard is worth it. Um, and, you know, everything happens for a reason. But, yeah, like the amount of times I've walked out of the gym going, oh, that was good. Like even if it's just 10 minutes on a treadmill, you know, getting yourself outside your comfort zone, um, yeah, you don't really appreciate it until you do it. Um, and I do it daily. Like sometimes I do it too much and I'm like, oh, God, go back to bed. Just crawl in bed for a minute, you know. So, um yeah, I do it to grow, and I feel like if you live in discomfort, that's that's where you'll shine. Yeah, and the thing is, you don't know where that line is to rest if you don't yeah. dance to the point where you get to the line or go beyond it. Like, shit, that was too far. Maybe I've got to step back mm. next time, or I've got a bit more in me. I can go to the line even further now. Yeah. But it's hard to know where that line is if you've never actually gone there mm. or further. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, it's not also getting outside the comfort zone with self-development like with with chin up and business like you know like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars i've spent on merch you know like my last lot of merchandise was over seventy thousand dollars like you know that's some serious money to be able to say that three years in you know all cash owned and it's 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 getting outside that comfort zone and believing in that why and making that difference you know and i'm doing it to help others you know financially because you know, down the track, it'll be rewarding with that one person coming up, you saved my life, which I've had, you know, five or six times happen already, but I want to hear that more. So that's that's why I just, you know, I would go outside my comfort zone. Mm. And investing in yourself and the industry that's so cutthroat and <laughs> hard to break through is like, it's a big weight within itself. So can you talk to me about that, like the work that comes into like being in this industry within itself and the why behind clothing? The why behind clothing would probably be for me is everyone needs it. Mm. Everyone needs a bit of a lift um, and everyone needs clothes. It's like, you know, it's like recycling cans and bottles. Well, it's clothes are going to disintegrate. We're going to need more. So why can't we put a slogan on it that's going to help everyone else? Mm. Um, and I feel like if I keep up with the trends and the modelling, um, then I'll master it. And I feel like, yeah, everyone needs clothes and everyone needs a bit of a chin up and, you know... Um, it's an industry I never thought I'd ever be in. Like, you know, coming from f five to seven years in the mining, you know, working offshore and in Australia and, you know, being that bogan, that guy that used to do handstands on tables with cigarettes out their mouth to now, I never thought I'd be in, especially the apparel 
industry. Um, but I wanted to help people and I thought that would be the fastest and the quickest way for me to push the message. Um, and the brand is, you know, the, the apparel has attracted businesses to do their seminars, to do the one-on-one support, to do this. So, you know, I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to, you know, push that brand as hard as I can, as hard as I can. Mm. And the good thing, one thing you said there stuck with me is that, you know, over time things disintegrate. But the mm. slogan will stay forever. <laughs> That's right. Like, uh, you might wear that shirt for a while. And credit to you, you've had that for a while. <laughs> Every third podcast I see is something on my story. It's my shirt. So I really appreciate it. But, you know, like, clothes are going to disintegrate. You know, you might get your dog out there that's sniffling to fucking put some shit on it. And you need to get another one. So you need to buy more awareness and create more change. So, you know, like, yeah, we've got oversized shirts, um, T-shirts, hoodies, singlets um we got some more stuff coming next year i can't the relate shorts. the shorts <laughs> and the chin up yeah good good active wear shorts and um yeah the, the oversize was a big hit for me last year um never thought i'd ever do an oversize um because that's still new to the apparel trend but yeah it took off like donkey kong and a lot of people like to buy the oversize because it's just got the silent you know support without the big chin up on the back and some people don't want to be named and shamed which is fair enough yeah um, they just want the little support, and to be honest, like you know, I'd still go to a nice bar and that, and wear a shirt. It's um, fashionable. Yeah, it's like fashionable. It. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, interesting. I want to come back to the expansion around Australia and the purpose of why mm. traveling around Australia, coming yeah. from Adelaide to Sydney to Queensland. Then most of my audience is in America, so they want to understand oh. like how big that track is. But yeah. to go from Adelaide to Sydney to Brisbane, how much driving is that in total? Like, just before uh, we get into well, from Adelaide to Sydney was 14 and a half hours on my own. Um, I'm traveling solo. Um, I travel, I left at four o'clock, 3 30 in the morning in Adelaide. I got into Sydney at like 8 30 that night. Um, I spent a week there and then drove from Sydney to Brisbane here. That was like eight and a half, nine hours. So, what's that? Nine. It's about 21 hours, 22 hours of travel. Really a full day of travel. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's <a> big country. <laughs> yeah, and why Australia? Um, well, it's my hometown um, and I wanted to push the brand. I've saturated my own state in South Australia pretty heavily. Um, I just wanna, I just wanted to also have a holiday but also travel with the brand. I wanted to build it. I wanted to do more collabs in interstate. You know, I just don't want this to be, you know, just Adelaide. I want this to be Australia um, and then, yeah, take it to the U.S., um, I think at the end of the year I might make a little silent trip um, to the US and try and get some visa, get my visa sorted there and run a sh- little pop-up. Um, but, yeah, like, why Australia? Um, well, why not? Yeah. Like, why hell not? <laughs> like, there's people, there's, you know, just because I live in Adelaide doesn't mean just Adelaide people suffer. Like, everyone suffers. Like, it's not just Australia too. Like, the worldwide, like, even back in your town in the UK, like, man, the suicide there is massive. Yeah. Um, and the US and anywhere in the world if you're listening like suicide's real and mental health matters is real and doesn't matter who you are what colour what you dress what you what you describe yourself is everyone can suffer doesn't matter how much money you got how much less money you got everyone can suffer so why not I could go worldwide and I'm planning to mm. so I'm planning to go I yeah I, I can't even think how big it's going to be in five years like it I can see probably the next year but the next five years, I didn't even picture three years ago doing this now. So, 
I just enjoy the 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 journey at, at the moment. People go, "What's the next five years?" And I'm like, oh, "I don't know." Yeah. I just push it daily, um, and then we'll cross that line when it comes to it. The marathon continues. Oh, the <laughs> marathon for me is massive. Like, like I said at the start of the podcast, I want to be on billboards. Mm. You know, I want people to realize that I am a guy off the street that has been an idiot in my lifetime. And I'm willing to make a change and I'm willing to regret all the decisions I've made to really push this brand. And you know, like I said, I don't care if I go financially broke doing it. I'm going to do it. Mm, it's the purpose behind it. It's the purpose. And I feel like, mm. you know, a lot of people get it, you know, two, three years into business, no matter what business is, and they get, they, they back out because of the uncomfortable position. And, you know, uh, nothing's going to stop me. Like nothing's going to stop me. That's it. You gotta stick it out. Yeah, it took me about two and a half years for this podcast to actually <laughs> gain the traction. And, and even like even coming from like Adelaide to Sydney, like you're I'm following your podcast on my Spotify, and I see your stories daily. And I you know I smashed five or six podcasts out, and um, absolutely love it. So yeah, while I was here, I thought I'd contact you and get on it again. And yeah, it's just quite funny that your sister lives around the corner from yeah, me. Small yeah. world, eh? <laughs> yeah. So you know, like. Like like you said, you you wouldn't have seen yourself here, but mm. I think it's that that's one percent you put in every day, and then as time goes, if you stay with your, you know, your purpose of why, and you know, even if it's just to do ten push ups a day, but at the end of the year, be able to do fifty push ups a day, just stay true to what you're doing and just stay consistent. Um, be nice, be respectful to others, and just keep doing your thing, and eventually you'll make it. Like a lot of people have said to me, "You've made it," and I said, "No, nah, I haven't. No way. I'm because if I've made it." I wouldn't be travelling around Australia, I'd just be sitting at home watching the sales and that's not something I do. Yeah. Um, I push it daily and like, don't get me wrong, my family are like, you're stupid, you're financially pushing yourself and I'm like, yes, I am because I'll be able to make it work. Mm. So, <laughs> And both my parents are pretty proud, so yeah, thank them. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, brother. I um, Want to get in some community Q&As? Yeah, yeah, go on. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So for the audience listening here, we had questions get sent through and um, <laughs> here we, we had go. some really classic ones come through, so I'm really keen to hear your spin on these. <sighs> God help me. So the first one is, where do you see yourself and chin up in five to ten years? I know you just said then you don't know where you'll be in five years, but is let's just say like, without making it so pinpoint of where you will be, is like just an idea of what you'd like it to be? Um, yeah, an idea of what I would like it to be would probably have, you know, a retail shop or a pop-up in every state of Australia, um, have a big team, a large audience pushing that awareness, but also being one of the biggest conversation starters in Australia or even globally, um, but also just putting smile on people's faces. The amount of smiles I can put on um, would, would take a hold of anything mm. financially. Um, you know, I just yeah, big team, big audience. Um, maybe a shop in every every uh, state in Australia. Um, and I think that doing this tour would make that difference. Um, because the shopping centres will know who I am and how I run things. Um, see myself in five years. Um, just staying to what I am now. Just staying that humble guy to the negative comments. Staying true to what I want to do. Um, giving back, giving money away. Um. Yeah, I picture myself, you know, yes, there's a few, bit more self-development work to do. There never never is, you can say you've done enough. Um, but, yeah, just pushing myself to the next level. I'll um, probably use, lose a few kgs 
Um, you know, maybe cut the hair off. I don't know, probably not. Um, but yeah, just uh, having a good health, mental health state. Um, if that's with a partner or myself, then just staying happy and smiling. Continue on one percent. That one percent, brother. Yeah. Bloody earth. My next one is: if you could take chin up to any country to spread awareness and sell merch, where would you go? The only one country. If you could go outside Australia. Outside Australia? Yeah. All right. So outside Australia, obviously I'd choose my own country because that's where I started from. Um, but outside Australia, probably the UK. Mm. Take it to the old Liverpool, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Take it to um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, probably the UK would be my biggest thing um, because I travelled um, the UK before COVID on my own for eight months um, and I seen a massive you know, industry and drugs and partying and you know, suicide there, and uh, I think the population in the UK is tenfold to Australia. Mm. So, yeah, the UK. Yeah. Well, for me personally, because I'm from the UK, I'd absolutely love to see your <laughs> word spread over there. Do you reckon you can get me some contacts, yeah, accommodation? Yeah, <laughs> Up north, I will. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll send you a message. Hey, man, you remember when I did that podcast? Can you <laughs> give me some accommodation? I'm flying next week. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, you got me. Uh, next question is what inspires you most to keep growing chin up inspiring the most is just that that person that comes up to me and says like I've already had it saying you've made my day Mm. just that little one percent that that person puts in um you know you've saved my day you know I've had people come to the shop I've had people ring me on my phone voice notes you know you made my partner happy you know, you made my son speak up, my son loves you. You know, like I was in Sydney and I had this young kid, this 16-year-old. He drove two and a half hours with his mum because he's seen on TikTok that I was at that shopping centre. Yeah, well. Um, and his mum, like, got my number. I She messaged me on Instagram and I said, hey, if you're coming, like, here's my number. I don't really give my number out. Call me. I'll make sure I'm there. Um, and, yeah, when he got there, he come up and he's probably one of the best customers I had um, interstate and he... Yeah, bought heaps of merch. He said he's working part-time, still at school, had all his pocket money and he had cash ready to go and he just wanted to buy a couple of shirts and, you know, I only let him pay for one but I gave him probably four um, because that's the person I am. But, you know, he come back the following day and wanted to buy his grandma one and then his, his sister come in and bought his cousin one and then they were so nice. They bought a packet of donuts mm. for me and my worker that was there just to say thanks and a little bubble tea and, well. you know... That's if I could do anything in the world, just uh, making people appreciate what I do, and yeah, just making that smile on people's faces is very important to me. And you know, if it takes me financially broke to do it, I'll do it. Yeah, so. that's epic, bro. Yeah. So so good to hear that they're giving back as well in return. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, I don't. Good. Yeah, I don't expect that sort of stuff. But when that sort of stuff happens, it's just like oh. Thank you, like really thank you Um, because I put myself so much out for others Um, and yeah, just that that, that little, you know, donuts just made made my day that day, it really did. That's epic, brother. Actually, I love this next question. If anyone is mentally struggling and wants to talk to someone but doesn't know how to start the conversation, what advice would you give them to open up? I would... Honestly, um, for myself and probably Ryan could back me up, would be uh, talk to a stranger. You know, if you can still send yourself a text message, I used to do that um, to pretend someone's there. 
um, talk to a stranger and not care about other people's judgment. Like, don't care. Like, don't give a shit. Because at the end of the day, it's your life. Would you rather go to the grave and pass away and say, I had amazing memories because I got myself through that? Or am I still in that position? Um, and talk to a stranger, journal, push yourself through. Um, if anyone doesn't know me, hey, send me a message. Send me a voice note. You get a lot more out in a voice note. If you're crying in a voice note, hey, you're only shredding the tears. You're not crying. You're just you're just cleansing the eyes a little bit. Um, I'll call you. I'll message you. You know, I might be busy, but I'll always take that time for others. So, you know, I'm here. Talk to a stranger. You know, um, talk to the Uber driver. Talk to the pillow. You know, get it out. Have that quiet spot where you talk to. Talk to the whiteboard. Talk to the wall. Talk to the boxing bag. Talk you know, a lot of a lot of um, things that helped me is going to a gym and talking to a personal trainer because mm-hmm. technically a personal trainer, uh, they're meant to listen to you. So, you know, talk to a personal trainer at the gym is another good one. And it's not as scary as you think it will be once, nah. you've, once you eventually open up. It's like a big weight comes off your shoulders. Like, oh, that was actually wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah. And from there on, it just gets better. You start making the steps, you start meeting more people and you start learning practices that really help you and then your journey begins. Yeah, that's right. Like I say to a lot of people, you know, speaking up is the hardest thing, especially for blokes. Um, and I think once you speak up, you get that off your chest and then everyone can help you. But a lot of things seem a lot easier, f- especially for myself, once I spoke up, mm. once I made a difference. 100%. I like this next question because I'm keen to hear your perspective on it because this is something that I do with my social media, but we do it in different ways. Um, because the question is, how do you pick the right people to give money towards because for me I do interviews in the street and I speak to people about anxiety and try and teach them breath work and for someone that's I interview that's never done breath work and to have someone approach them about it can be a bit daunting so I really have to try and pick up on people's energies to mm. see who to speak to but I try and gravitate myself towards people where I feel like they may be a bit standoffish towards it because maybe they are the people that may need it the most I've actually got a really cool story about that that I'll share after your answer but I just want to know, like, how do you know the right people to pick when you do these videos? Mate, it's probably one of the hardest things when I'm doing that sort of thing for the business. Um, like, I got asked that question the other day as well. Um, I I just take the risk. Yeah. Um, I've been turned away a few times, um, but mainly I think it's just how you approach them. Mm-hmm. Like I said, anyone can suffer mental health. Um, and I just, you know, just, just look around and... You know, I try and not judge a lot of people without judging them, um, but I just I just take the risk because uh, everyone can sort of suffer, um, you know. So yeah, there's no really who to pick, but I sort of just have a good glimpse around, and you know, if someone's having a bad day and there's a big sign there, then yeah, that person. Um, but then the person that's got the suitcase and the million dollar Apple laptop could be suffering too. So um, I try and do it to everyone. Do you have like one story that stands out for you in terms of doing those videos? Like someone you've approached, maybe you've had an interesting reaction or mm. maybe they've opened up on the spot. Have you got one story yeah. that really stands out for you? I've got one of the best stories and this is when I first started doing it. Um, it's on my, it's pinned on my Instagram profile if anyone wants to have a look and my TikTok. Um, it's done over a million um, views on Facebook so far and I think it's over 500 on um instagram but it's a it goes on the lines of me giving money away yes to start that conversation but i was on uh, brighton beach 
and this guy um, and a lot of people have seen this TikTok, this video and have, you know, said that's how we know the chin-up guy and that's what I want to represent. But I was walking along the um, the beach and this guy basically said to me, um, I said, oh, my name's Cameron, I've got a mental health brand, I give away, you know, the, you know uh, percentages of my money, um, I want to give you $100. And he opened up the envelope and he goes, oh, this is money, I can't take it. And I said, yes, you can. And then I explained why I do it. And uh, he said, oh, I've actually lost my nephew to suicide a couple of weeks ago. I had to organise his grave. And that was the biggest thing for me, seeing it. Like this guy was, you know, older generation, you know, and looking after the grandkids, sort of a grandpa guy. And um, that really hit home for me. And that was like, I need to keep doing this. And that's why I do it because I can start that conversation um, and I'm putting myself out there for others and that's why I film it and put it back because, you know, someone scrolling in social media could be really suffering and that can, yeah, that's probably been the biggest one so far. Mm, I don't understand the <clears throat> hate people get for posting that type <laughs> of content on social media because someone could post the most derogatory, the most negative stuff on social media and get no hate. But as soon as you post one ounce of goodness... People for some reason want to shit on it. And it's like the purpose behind this is to motivate other people to do the same thing. Yep. It's like it's not for Cam, for me or you to be like, this is who I am. I'm this guy who gives away money. It's like, no, it's to motivate and inspire other people to take the same action. It is. And like I said, you know, like other people, you know, do their mental health groups or um, funny enough, I've seen one of the dad community guys that you do Steven with today. <laughs> that was quite funny. Um, you know, and I said to him as well, like everyone does these groups, these breathwork sessions, these walks. I'm not jealous. I think it's awesome because everyone's part makes a difference. Mm. Um, and I'm not, you know, I'm not out there to take those things away. And like, don't get me wrong, I'd love to have a dad's walk or a beach walk for people, but I, I like to travel with the brand and that's how I want to do it. But um, yeah, I... Yeah, I really love everyone's 1% that makes a difference. Mm, I remember before asking this question, I just want to touch on a story I had with an interaction I had with a fellow by doing a good D thing. So about a year ago, I ran an event called Disconnect to Reconnect. And the purpose of the event was to teach people like mindfulness practices mixed with like actual physical practices too and the combination of them all, how they can make you feel better. So it's like breath work, meditation, and we did some social interactions with the group. Um, ice baths and we did like a hectic gym sesh with a PT Chris Walker that club with me in the event <clears throat> and one of the tasks that I got people to do within the event was to write three gratitudes on three different pieces of paper so their favorite quote their favorite thing about themselves and then the third one was the favorite I believe it was the f the one thing that they get complimented about the most and they wrote it on three different pieces of paper and I said to them all fold them all up and I'll give them out to three different strangers and I was like oh I wasn't expecting that and I was like you know what I'm going to participate in this so I can you know lead with integrity by actually doing this yeah and I remember the first note that I had and it was like a gratitude that I have for myself and I saw this dude standing out at a coffee shop and he looked like the most unapproachable person like this was me being judgmental at the moment I was like I'm actually a bit like concerned about approaching this guy because I don't know I just I felt like I was going to get a bad reaction out of him and I was like, you know what? That's my calling to go up to him. I have to go and give him this note. And I went up to him. I was like, hey, brother, I feel called to give you this note. And I remember he just like, he stood still. He pulled down the sunnies and it looked like he just like death stared me in the eyes. 
for about 10 seconds he didn't say a word and he's like why <laughs> and I was like oh I'm just running this event this is what I'm doing but I was like and I told him what I felt walking up to him and I was like I had a lot of hesitance by coming up to you I was like I just knew I had to come to you and then he opened up the note and he read it and he goes you wouldn't believe it and I was like what and he goes I'm from Bundaberg so Bundaberg's like North Queensland and he goes see that group of people over there I was like yeah and he goes we're all from a church and what we did is we got on the highway drove for about 10 hours south and we just waited for the first exit that God gave us call to take the exit on he goes God called us to take the exit in Caloundra which is in Sunny Coast and then God guided us to this beach and he goes I literally just got out the car came to the coffee shop and you're the first person I've seen and you've done this wow How's that? Yeah, and that That's just so like, in that moment, I was just like, That's I was sick. so mind blown. I was yeah. like, then we end up having this massive conversation. We're talking about God and yeah. his beliefs and stuff for about half an hour. But if I never did that, like that conversation wouldn't open, that connection wouldn't happen, that memory wouldn't happen. 100%. But, you know, both our stories there just show like yeah. how epic it is with connecting I've had, people. I've had something very similar to that happen, and it happens probably every second day. Someone's seen my reel or something go viral, and then they've seen my pop up. Mm. And that's why I love having it having little pop-ups in the shops because people can actually come and see me. I'm not fully online. So, um, yeah, that's happened heaps to me too. <laughs> like people come up going, oh, wow, I, um, you know, I just lost my husband last week or my brother committed suicide. This is, this is the universe has just pushed this to me. So, yeah, that's epic. Yeah, that's beautiful, bro. Um, I think we have one more question. Yeah. So let's say... Actually, I want to ask two. We'll go with yeah. these two. Okay. You kind of answered it before, but it was kind of like in different yeah. Um, yeah. topics. So I'm keen to hear just in one go from you. So how do you also take time for yourself and your capacity when you can only deal with so many people? Someone asked. Um, I've got to learn when the cutoff line is mm. and I've got to learn, you know, when to turn the phone off, put it in sleep mode. Um, I think the best thing my friend's done is distractions. Boundaries, boundaries having the boundaries um, and having that, you know, meditation, breath work, those routines in me helps me hold capacity but knowing when someone's just having a chat to you know help themselves but not actually putting the work in you soon realize that within the first second or two mm. um if someone's actually made a difference um or they're just lonely and just want to talk um but knowing when guys guys this is enough i'll get back to you tomorrow mm. so yeah knowing knowing the boundaries is probably the biggest thing yeah and our last question here is, like, how many hours do you actually work a week? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like oh, man. Admin, with social media, with product, with shipment, with um, <sighs> working with staff, doing the pop-ups, doing the travel. Also, trying to fit in time for yourself, your breath work, your ice bath, your gym. Like, what does a day-to-day yeah. -day look like for Kim? Day-to-day -day for me, um, a lot of people think different because, you know, I'm in there everywhere out there driving around with my sunroof open. But normally, um, you know, I'm traveling from shop to shop and, you know, that's my daily routine. But daily routine for me would be four o'clock wake up, um, you know, uh, straight to the gym when I'm back home um, and I try and do it when I'm away. Straight to the gym. I don't look at my phone until I'm halfway through the treadmill. So my dopamine feelings are going. I go to the gym in the morning and cheers to all the guys that see me in the gym. Thanks. Um and then, yeah, go home, jump in the ice bath for, you know, four or five minutes, um, six, seven minutes if I feel good. Um, and then, yeah, go to the shop, drop some stock off, um, ring my PA, see what he's up to. 
wait for him to start work, message him, see what he's up to, um, and then look at our you know marketing calendar for the week, um, see how the content, the content gets drafted by the PA week in advance, make sure the posts are appropriate, you know, comments are good, I approve all that. Um, then I normally go back to the office, um, jump on the computer, you know, forecasting. Forecasting the biggest thing for me, it takes me day in, day out, um, looking at spreadsheets every day, um, then going back, packing the online orders myself. Um, you know, I might get 20 or 30 orders overnight, so it can be busy. Um, and then, yeah, in the afternoon, um, have some lunch, um, try and keep down my diet. Um, yeah, then check in with the PA, see what he's doing. Um, then start emailing businesses myself, um, talking to other businesses, talking to other shopping centres, working out what colours are selling the most, forecasting more. Um, and then, yeah, dinner time and then... Yeah, after the gym, I normally go down the beach, try and zen out, um, but then go back to the computer a little bit more, um, just make sure all the workers have got their stuff done, checking the tablets, watching the sales, watching all the analytics, um, and then, yeah, contacting, emailing brands, other brands to work with, other gyms, um, getting more seminars. I'll probably close the laptop at, you know, 10, 11 o'clock, um, and then, yeah, I, I really don't stop. Um, like, you know, I'm here running interstate now. I'm running a pop-up seven days a week on my own because I've got no staff in interstate, so it can be stressful. Um, but I come back to the why, um, probably hours per week. Oh, mate, 4 o'clock till 10 o'clock most nights. But then my brain, I'm still dreaming about tomorrow's day. I'm still dreaming about, you know, this invoice, paying that person, working out if they're right for the brand. You know, the, I, I dream on this stuff. Like, I dream constantly. Um cut off time yeah 10 o'clock and back to the ice bath in the morning um but i'm seven days a week so you know people might see me you know at the coffee shop but trust me whatever's going through my brain is all chin up stuff so yeah probably 90 95 hours a week nearly 100 um but yeah like you know this too i, I might be in interstate traveling with the pop-up but i'm still there manning the hours so you know there's not a there hasn't been a day in a while um where I've just gone, right, phone off, let's relax. Like the last time I can remember that was the first week of December. Mm. <laughs> That's when I went to Bali and I told everyone, I'm putting my phone away. I don't care what sells and what doesn't. I need to do this for myself because if I'm not right, then the rest of the team's not right, correct? Yeah. So. Got to leave from the front. Yeah, that's right. Appreciate your commitment, brother. You know, mental health means a lot to me. Thanks. It means a lot to the audience. I know that too. Yeah. Appreciate your commitment to what you're doing, the message that you push. Do you have any final words you'd like to share before we wrap this up? Um, yeah. If anyone is suffering, um, speak up. Um, don't care about other people's opinions. Um, I've copped a lot of hate in life and a lot of negativity, but I'm still here. I'm putting it in for others and putting it in for myself. So, you know, you can message me, Chin Up Mental Health, in any platform. And, um, yeah, I'm sure Ryan's here for a lot of people. And just uh, just get outside that comfort zone and don't care about other people's opinions. We can, I'll um, leave all the links in the bio for the people listening. So check out Chin Up website, Instagram, all the other good stuff. But Cheers. appreciate you coming on and yeah. appreciate everyone listening. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Cheers. it.